me, I just don't happen to believe in ghosts, particularly. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 78 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Louis Talby Jr. Halloween, so I guess I should tell a good scary story. Problem is, I don't have any. I was just chatting with my daughter about this the other night. She went on a haunted bus ride and was telling me how scary it was. I told her that I have never felt that element of fear from something like that. It's not bravery. Scary movies and haunted houses just never did it for me. Let's talk about this. Let's go. thing my daughter and I agree on is that neither one of us like scary movies. She don't like them because they scare and I don't like them because, well, they bore me. We both prefer a movie from the comedy section. However, I was telling her that I've really never been scared. Again, not that I'm brave, I just really don't have a fear of other people or things here on earth. Then my wife popped in and said, well, you're scared of health issues for yourself and your kids. And she's right, I am. You know, I'm that dad that when my kid gets a cold, I stay up all night keeping an eye on him. For me, it really comes down to just being scared of things that are outside of my control. This is an area that I've always struggled with, and I don't think I'm alone. And I know it's the opposite of faith, and I remind myself of that every time I start worrying. But the struggle is real. And I know I'm not alone because even back in the day, Jesus kept reminding everyone to just pray and have faith. Remember when they were in the middle of the ocean and the storm came up in the middle of the night and started rocking the boat? The disciples were freaking out while Jesus was just laying on the bottom of the boat sleeping. But when they woke him up, he wasn't happy. He said, what is wrong with you guys? Have some faith. And at one point, I remember Jesus telling everyone, you're having trouble keeping faith and I'm right here with you. How much harder is it going to be when I'm not on earth with you? Well, it's hard. So I try, but when something's not in my control, I have to remind myself that, well, God's in control, and I just need to let him have it. You know, I've driven cars in excess of 150 miles an hour plenty of times, and it doesn't even increase my heart rate. But put me in the passenger seat with someone doing 70, and I'm white-knuckled. Believe it or not, I used to be afraid to fly. But again, if they would have let me drive the plane, I would have been just fine. But they wouldn't, so I would have to sit back there in the passenger seat and sweat it out every flight. Now, I overcame that millions of miles ago, and I don't even think about flying now. I do have friends and family ask me quite a bit if I've ever had any scary moments in the air since I'm up there so much, but I really can't think of a single time where I was scared. Now, I did have an incident a few weeks ago on a flight to Vegas that gave me some thought, at least some thought afterwards. I was on an economy airline, and I've taken this same flight probably hundreds of times. And this one, like all the rest, was pretty much uneventful and a good flight overall. Until we started to land. Now the pilot had been a chatty Cathy throughout the whole flight. And right as we touched down, he said, Welcome to my hometown, Las Vegas. The wheels hit the ground, but then he nailed the accelerator and we went straight back up. Not like a plane taking off. 
More like a rocket. I mean, we were going straight up for 10 minutes. Then we started to level out and nobody, including the flight attendants, knew what was happening. After about 20 minutes, he came back on and said, Sorry folks, we overshot the runway and have been very busy up here. We landed about 30 minutes after that. Through it all, I was never scared. I was more irritated for the delay of the landing. And then once we got to the gate, the pilots shot out of there like they had crapped their pants. And they probably did. The next morning, I got up about 5 a.m. because my system stays on Eastern Time even when I'm out West. I sat down at the coffee shop next to a Delta pilot, and he jokingly asked if I was a pilot also, since I was up so early. I said, no, I'm in real estate, but I'm from the East Coast. That led to chatting about our industries and the commonality that we shared with finding good employees. He said the problem with flying is we don't have room for air. But because the airlines don't have enough butts to put in the pilot seats, they're rushing these young pilots through their training and experience time. He said they let them go ahead and start with these economy airlines, where they only start at about 32000 a year. Think about that. That's less than McDonald's employees make. But they have the same responsibility as any pilot in the sky. He said, fortunately, there's enough automation that we've never had anything serious happen. But then he said, this is where I need the scary music to come in at. He said, we almost had one here yesterday, though. He said, some young pilot thought he overshot the runway and took it upon himself to take off again. His landing gear barely cleared the stop nets and he barely cleared the mountains. He said air traffic control was furious and thankfully there was no incoming flights in the area. Well, I never told him I was riding in that death trap. But it made me think that I had a near-death experience and didn't even realize it. Then I spent the rest of the day pondering this. I thought I wonder how many times we all have near-death experiences and not even know about them because our guardian angels and God are looking after us. Well, I guess it's easy to have faith if we don't see the incoming danger. Kind of the way I prefer it. You know, it reminds me of that quote from Mark Twain when he was old and pretty much on his deathbed. He said, I am an old man and have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. I think we can probably all relate to that. I know I sure can. How many hours of lost sleep or antacids have we consumed stressing about loved ones, finances, business, or health? And then in the end, the thing we were worried most about never even happened. You know, every day I get in a car or an airplane fully expecting to reach my destination. I don't even worry about the catastrophes that could happen from point A to point B. They don't even cross my mind. So if I could have that same faith in every element of life, how great would that be? I had a near-death experience and didn't scare me at all because I didn't know about it. This is leading up to something that I need to give a lot more thought to and I'll share in another episode. If you have any comments or suggestions, please reach out to me. We're all in this world together. And the more we can help each other, the better off we'll be. So there, I guess I did have a scary story after all. The takeaway here, my friends, is that we all never know what tomorrow will bring. But as Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. It'll come with enough problems of its own. And yeah, most things are out of our control. But if we can just give every worry to God and trust Him, our lives will be so much more enjoyable. 
I remind myself every time worry starts creeping in. I know firsthand it's not easy. But the better we get at it, the better quality of life we'll have. And friends, that'll conclude another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it, or at the very least found it entertaining. I wish you all happy trick-or-treating tonight. Thank you so much for listening.